Hey guys, it's Kayla. Welcome back to another episode of Dot Dot Dot. I know last episode I said I'd be more consistent with my recording, but no, I have not. And I greatly apologize. I've just been so busy living life to the fullest. Um, but yeah, um, today's episode, I'm going to talk about... I guess my struggle with mental illness and like kind of that mental health journey um so yeah I hope that you're excited to listen um if I sound tired it's because I'm so tired I it is currently 12 30 p.m and I've been up since five um because I drove back to SC today shout out to the Moors if you're listening uh Mama Moore drove me up <laughs> Um, but yeah, so getting started, how am I feeling right now? Um, I'm feeling actually like really good and really happy and very content with where I am in life. Um, and I think it's important to say that like my life isn't perfect right now, like without a doubt, like I still have my struggles and bad shit still happens um but i think being able to deal with that and not letting it completely derail my progress um has been really really good like i feel like i'm in a place now where bad things can happen and i won't completely break down which i think is ever if you struggle with mental illness i think that should be your goal i feel like at no point in life are we ever going to be completely stress-free and like um completely like non-anxious unanxious I don't know what the word would be for that but I think that's the important thing is to truly understand and like reframe that mindset is to be okay with not being okay if that makes sense um and I feel like a lot of the time when you struggle with mental illness or at least when I struggled and I was I do still struggle but at my lowest points I just wanted to feel like nothing and like completely numb and I wanted to completely shut off my feelings and I get it I get why I wanted to feel that way but I think being okay with being sad at times is really rewarding at least for me right now like I can be sad and not be depressed if that makes sense um getting into what I struggle with personally um just to raise awareness obviously like don't go um (laughs) diagnosing yourself I am diagnosed by a psychiatrist um who provides me with my medication but I struggle with MDD which is major depressive disorder PTSD post-traumatic stress disorder and BPD uh, borderline personality disorder um, but that one's not on my chart because of how stigmatized it is which I wish it was on my chart just because I feel like it's really important um, and I think more people should know what BPD is because I did not know what it was um, until after I was diagnosed and I did my own research on it um, but yeah I think it's really important at least for me with like improving um my mental health and like kind of battling those mental illnesses a solid um diagnosis was good for me because I did not know what BPD was and 
it really impacted the way I saw things and like the way I reacted to things and knowing that like okay I'm feeling this way I have BPD and just kind of being more conscious about it um has helped me a lot with how I respond to things and how I react to things and how I view like um friendships relationships um stuff like that um on for medication wise I am on Prozac I love Prozac so much um that goes to say like Prozac if you do try medication Prozac might not be for you it might like make your mental illnesses worse or whatever and also I don't think you need medication to necessarily like help I don't think that's necessary like you know I'm not trying to force people or like I don't want people with mental illness to think like oh I need to be on medication to be happy it's just what's best for me so yeah uh but yeah with my experience with Prozac um I started like roughly a month ago and it's been really nice I think one of the things about medication that a lot of people are scared about is um like not feeling or like just not having a personality and being like super bland I was like I'm afraid I'm gonna lose my spark because I really like my personality and I think it's a big part of who I am I have a very bold personality not necessarily a big personality I like to say a bold personality um and I feel like if I lost that it would make me even more depressed because I really really do like who I am as a person um yeah and I was also scared about like not feeling things um which some people don't feel things when they go on medication I think that just might be a sign because they're on the wrong one and they shouldn't but also like I feel like what you want out of it is what you're gonna get so like if you obviously want to feel nothing then like I assume you're just gonna not feel anything um that's what I've heard with people who are on other medications uh they just like don't feel anything but I still feel my highs and my lows and the only thing that happens is like I'm regulated. A lot of people were telling me, like, oh, like, do you just not feel super happy? I do get super happy still, which I'm very thankful for. Um, but my lows are just not as low. So my highs are still high, and my lows are, like, not low. They are low. Like, I feel the sadness, but, like, I won't have a breakdown because of it or, like, be completely derailed, which is nice. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of, like, a little introduction with... I guess, what mental illnesses I struggle with. Some things that kind of helped, I guess. Like, medication has definitely helped. But I think the biggest thing has been, like, reframing my mindset. Um, I feel like for a long time, and, you know, this goes even to, like, I'd say before I was medicated, which was, I got medicated February. So, like, till February, I just thought, wow, I'm going to have to deal with feeling this way feeling depressed feeling anxious struggling from paranoia feeling like unworthy and like constantly on the edge of my seat like the thought of living like that for the rest of my life genuinely scared me scared me and I did not want to do it I was like I cannot do this and I think that's a feeling that a lot of people with mental illness have and who struggle with it because it is so incredibly difficult to live every day and not only having to deal with like the pressures from everyday life and like the stresses from everyday life but also like the stressors from a mental illness um especially in college I feel like especially as a college freshman um having to like navigate and adjust to like something completely new and completely different was really hard for me personally 
um, my first semester at SC, while I wasn't necessarily, like, sad, I guess, like, nothing super bad happened, like, I was kind of fine, um, or I wasn't fine, I definitely had, like, some stressors, but nothing, like, particularly terrible happened my first semester, but it was, like, the worst my mental health was, um, I was having panic attacks, like, almost every day, um, like, without a doubt, um, depression-wise, my depression wasn't so bad when I was at school, but it was pretty bad when I got back home over winter break, um, just because I was back in, like, my home, and I don't have, like, good memories associated with my home, and also, like, seasonal depression, and, um, I was also isolated because I did get COVID, so, like, that just did not help, um, but yeah, I guess kind of, like, for me, a lot of the times when I'm feeling, like, more depressed is when I go back to San Diego, even though I, like, love San Diego with my entire heart, and I love my family so much, and I miss visiting them, I just guess, like, a lot of the bad things or, like, traumatic things that have happened in my life did happen in San Diego, so it's, like, wow, like, I'm back, (laughs) and it can be a lot at times, but I've gone back twice since I started my medication, and both times it's been good, um, no mechanic attacks or anything, which has been super, super nice, um, but yeah, mental health wise, (laughs) it just wasn't good, um, I feel like I've struggled, I've struggled with mental health, like, essentially my entire life, um, I struggle a lot with, like, familial trauma, and, like, trauma with my family, uh, particularly my mom's side of the family whom I don't talk to anymore which I've, I think I've mentioned before um but yeah a lot of it stems from that and like early childhood it, it got really bad like I'd say mid middle school to like like through all throughout high school it was just terrible um and I felt like well I did have like some happy moments and I can recall on those like happy moments I know that in that moment, the the entire time I was thinking like, okay, here's this happy moment. I need to savor this, but it's going to be gone. And that's so true because I don't think I was like ever truly, truly happy. I was just having like those happy moments, if that makes any sort of sense. Um, yeah, uh, I wasn't super anxious in high school. Like, I feel like that wasn't a big problem for me. I guess the depression was, like, one of the bigger problems, and I unknowingly was also struggling with my BPD at that time. Um, uh, Yeah, I feel like BPD has definitely played a lot into, like, the way I reacted to stuff. Um, It's an emotional dysregulation disorder, so, like, it fucks with, like, how you deal with stuff, I guess. Um... And it's characterized by, like, unstable moods and, like, behavior and relationships. And, yeah, it just, like, it was so fitting this entire time. Like, and I feel like it's so stigmatized because, like, I did not know about it. And I feel like I consider myself, like, pretty knowledgeable when it comes to things about, like, mental illness and mental health. But I wasn't super, like, informed. Like, I knew what BPD stood for, but I just didn't know what it was um and what like the symptoms were and researching more I feel like it's definitely stigmatized and like people think that people with BPD are like super harmful and 
super bad people and while I've definitely like acted out and reacted to situations in bad ways um I don't think that makes me a bad person um so like for me BPD manifested in a lot of like insecurities and like self-worth and and like in effect the relationships I had with people so like friendships I had with people um I felt like or I feel I know um that I was very insecure in those friendships and relationships um just because I struggled a lot with like my relationship with my mom and not and like that wasn't secure so I felt like okay if this one relationship in my life that should be secure because you know a parent should be there for their children unfortunately not all parents are um so like if this one relationship that should be the most secure thing in my life isn't secure then how is everything else in my life going to be secure um like no one owes me anything you know like a parent's love is supposed to be unconditional um but that same like idea of love being unconditional is not expected through friendships um not saying that friend like love and friendships can't be an un- unconditional it should be unconditional but it isn't if that makes any sort of sense in my pattern of thinking um but yeah it was a lot of like self-image issues uh self-worth and how this manifested in like my relationships and stuff um I also disassociate from like my feelings a lot which some people considered like good like I always got complimented it like oh wow you can like separate yourself from your feelings really well like you can just like turn it off and yeah it's like good in the moment I guess like I can just stop and I just feel like nothing in the moment but like that's so harmful for me and has been harmful for me um when I continuously do it because there's a lot of stuff I haven't processed yet and so now I just have like a shit ton of emotions that I have to like process and analyze now um and so it's like kind of really hard for me um just because it's just so much at once like you know you keep shoving shit in your closet like at one point everything's gonna fall out type of thing um yeah so instead of like taking things and like processing this at one moment like whenever it occurred it just never got processed and I have a lot of processing to do um and that's what I'm trying to work on now is like processing past trauma I guess and past emotions um but yeah talk about more about like the hopelessness because the title of this episode is it gets better um which is super annoying I can assume if you are struggling with mental illness like wow this person is happy and like I'm not like and they're saying it's gonna get better like obviously they're gonna say that because they're happy but I was too in that moment in that mindset at one point um I actually have a poem I wrote um this past december december 2021 um i entered a really bad depressive episode um like super bad almost attempted like it was not fun and i know i'm sharing this and it is not something like i don't share this with a lot of people i don't even know who's listening right now if anyone's listening at all 
but it was definitely like just a really tough time in my life uh um it's kind of embarrassing like looking back um I'm like wow I tried to attempt and I feel like I should not be embarrassed but I guess just because it's stigmatized so much I just like honestly needed help in that time and like I was feeling hopeless and I didn't know what to do um and I thought I had like no purpose in life which isn't true because everyone has a purpose in life um and I hope if you're listening like just know that there are people that care for you I care for you I love you but um yeah like I think people don't realize how like prevalent like depression and like suicidal thoughts are in life and while it's not my proudest moment in life and I don't like to showcase it I know that letting people know like hey at one point I had these thoughts too I almost did but I decided to stay and it has truly been like one of the best decisions in my life and I have gotten the help that I have needed uh to improve um and you can do that too and I hope that inspires someone to keep living um or just to like seek help talk to someone um but the title of this poem is where the river flows um I wrote it on December 30th 2021 and I purposely put the date because I thought it was going to be the last day I'd live um which is pretty sad but uh I'll read the poem uh where the river flows 12 30 2021 i remember looking at that river and wondering where it would flow through mountain tops with bears through valleys with the deer salmon cruising through it all i imagined a life for that river a good one too one where it would be treated with kindness and would forever be clean but unfortunately it was always just an imagination because that river didn't flow anywhere it ended before it truly began um i'm like so poetic no just kidding guys uh when i'm like super sad that's when all of a sudden i have creativity um or at least it works and i can tap into it but um this poem the river is like a symbol for like my life and how for a long time i like thought my life was gonna be amazing and like i wanted to do a bunch of things but I felt like it was ending and like it was going to end and like nothing good would happen. Um, and while I think this poem does have a powerful message, uh, maybe just cause I wrote it, but, and I know like what feelings I was feeling when I wrote this and I know the message behind it, but I don't think I agree with it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like there is so much out there for people that people don't realize and I I know it's annoying for me to be like well like I think you should live I think you should just like try to deal with your mental illness because like better things are out there and while there are better things out there I know that I might not be helping when I'm happy right now um but I just I want to emphasize that like at one point I did feel completely terrible I was sad every day I felt empty I felt like my life had no purpose but through getting the help I need through getting diagnosis um, of mental illnesses through therapy through reframing my mindset through medication through surrounding myself with people that love and care about me um, and are willing to talk to me if I need anything and I'm willing to help I have felt like life is truly 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 amazing and worth living um because it does get better like 
sometimes you just have to leave a place that you've outgrown. And for me, that was coming to college and truly exploring who not only I am as a person, but exploring other relationships and friendships with people um, and exploring a new place, even though like LA is not far from San Diego at all. But I just think I outgrew San Diego and it was not a place for me. Like you can't, you can't grow in a place you've outgrown. And I think that's so important is that sometimes you just need to open a new chapter of your life. And I get that like waiting for that new chapter to start is hard, especially when you're a kid and you're like out of control, like nothing's in your control, essentially. Like, um, it's hard, but it's not impossible. Um, I've been so content and so happy with where I am in life. And it's like truly amazing, I think. And I cry thinking about it. I've cried about it multiple times about like how happy I am because I never thought I'd feel like this ever. And, you know, I I didn't think I'd be this happy. I didn't think happiness was something that was like in my cards because, and I feel like that's the thing with like a lot of people with mental illness is we think we can't be happy because there is literally something chemically wrong and it's kind of out of your control I guess Um, like it's genetic too as well and it's like okay well I just can't be happy like that's just not attainable for me but it is it is and I truly could not tell anyone like the last time I felt as happy as I do right now which is insane to me how I like was not living like this for years and years of my life like I genuinely cannot think of the last time I was as happy and content with where I am in in life as I am right now and I think that's pretty I don't even know how to explain it I think it's amazing that I can feel this way um while knowing like I could have more, I guess. Uh, Like, I don't talk to my mom's side of family. I don't talk to my mom. Like, never in my life would I think I would be happy without talking to them. Just because I thought they'd, one, forever be in my life. Two, were a great addition to my life, which they were not. Um, But to think, like, oh, I'm happy even though I don't have a mom and I don't have, like, an entire side of family but I'm still happy and I think that comes a lot with like reframing your mindset at least for me it's helped a lot um I'm a little bit of a pessimist so I think that it's self-explanatory I always think like the worst about things um instead of seeing like the good things um like there'll be one bad thing about something and then like a million good things and I'm like but this bad thing um and that's how I felt like about like everything in my life um but I've definitely tried to express like more gratitude and more appreciate appreciation for like the people and things in my life um because despite what I don't have I need to be grateful for what I do have if that makes any sense and I think being able to realize like yeah shit could be better like whatever I you're right I'm not the happiest I could be like I'm not you know like there's definitely people out there happier than me and there's people out there that have more than me um both in like relationships and like monetary 
things like uh you know like there's always going to be someone with more but i think learning to truly be happy is just like not caring that you could have more like obviously get as much as you can you know get the bag get those friendships like always strive to do better i guess but just because you strive to do better don't lose sight of what you have now because being grateful and being appreciative for what i have now is one of the reasons i think i've been able to be so content and so grateful because i I think that's what i've been saying a lot like recently and when i journal and when i talk i always say i'm so grateful and i'm so thankful for what i have and i truly am because i have like the bestest of friends right now who care about me and who love me and yeah i'm just like super happy with that and i'm having like I'm making good memories and I'm really thankful for those. And I like learning and I like the classes I'm in. And I love my family and I'm happy. And I think that's why I'm able to be happy is because I'm so grateful for these things. Cause you know, like bad shit still happens. Like I still do bad on like some tests. Uh, my dad still has cancer. Um, I still don't talk to my mom. But despite that, I also have these things that make me happy um i literally don't know if this is a good episode i'm just sitting here talking about how i'm happy (laughs) but i don't know i just hope this episode mostly is like inspiring people who may struggle with the same things i do or struggle with similar things or just struggle you know you don't have to have a mental illness to like feel like shit and to like be and to have better mental health i don't think to like yeah, I don't think you need mental illness for that or like trauma or anything I feel like you can just have bad days and I think this advice can be applicable to everything like it gets better um be grateful be thankful um yeah I feel like everything falls into place that's one of the mantras I've been using a lot um to help reframe my mindset is like everything in time um Yeah, I feel like everything works itself out in the end. Yeah, I think that's a big one. Also, I think one of the things that's helped me a lot is, like, not dwelling about situations that have already happened. Like, okay, this already happened. Like, what am I going to do? Go back in time and change it? Like, I can't fucking do that. So just let me, like, react to it in the way I have now. Which is kind of similar to, like, my last episode where I was talking about uh, the book, The Soul Art of Not Giving a Fuck. That's kind of what he talks about is, like, okay a problem may not be your fault but it's a problem and someone needs to react to it so you need to be you're like responsible for your own reactions um and that's what's helped me a lot is like separating myself from like a situation like okay this situation happened it's a really shitty situation but like what can i do about it like what can i do to fix it in the present like because i can't go back and change it like I can't do anything about it um and learning to like I think that's helped with like really managing my feelings um also a lot of like self-reflection on my feelings has helped um whether those be good feelings or bad feelings I feel like it's good to analyze why you're feeling good and why you're feeling bad you know identify your lows and highs and what makes you happy and what doesn't so you can implement more of those highs into your life and like remove those lows um, has been really good. Um, I'm also someone with a really short temper. Um, and luckily I haven't had any outbursts recently because I think, 
really regulating my feelings and really trying to be more in touch with how I'm feeling has helped me a lot. Again, just because um, one of my biggest struggles was dealing with those feelings and identifying what I was feeling. So being able to do that has helped me tremendously. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully this is helping someone. It might not be, like, at all. (laughs) But yeah, the end message is that things do get better and it's not always going to be bad um yeah i hope that you guys are going to i don't really know like get the help you need um if you are struggling but yeah i've been super happy and i wish you all feel as happy as i do someday hopefully sooner than later I love you all very much and I'm going to try, 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 try to start filming more episodes. I promise. Okay, bye guys. See you next episode.